0: That Israel was the son of God. Israel was my son, my child. So he is actually putting into attention into, uh, that Israel is the people of God. The Hebrew people are the son of God. The, pe- the Hebrew people are the, the, the nation of God. You know, many times in the Bible, God said, uh, You are my son. You are my child, Israel. I bore you out of Egypt. Now, he said, I find somebody who is the son. And this is creating attention in the Hebrew theology to believe that a particular guy who was born in Nazareth and is the anointed one, he is appointed to be the son. Consequently, for the Jew, it becomes a little bit uh, difficult to swallow down because it's taking away from them the position of the childhood or the sonship. The sonship is is directly given to this particular mm, prophet that they spoke and has god has spoken to him and and happened to be that that prophet is going to be jesus you know but it doesn't say ever yeah, jesus Christ there not even one word about him because what he's talking is the position of sonship and the sonship is appointed to be the heir of all things but what i mean the old things the old things means that this son have been granted the kingdom and the kingdom and the subject to the kingdom and that was the inheritance of israel israel supposed to receive the kingdom of god and to receive the messiah israel supposed to have the inheritance of all the nation and everyone will come before god or before israel and israel is going to be the inheritance i say that this particular guy or this prophet that in the last day has appeared is taking our sonship position and is taking our inheritance. You, you understand me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you get it?
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: Yeah, so that, that is what it brings about the understanding of the, era, the old things to whom also he made the world. So we are talking here three points. One is the son, when, when he said spoken to us by the son, it's talking about the sonship. I point to him he there of things, is pointing him there of the kingdom of God, that that would have been something very remarkable for the Jewish people. They, they were expecting that for 2,000 years. And the last point, the third point, is that to him all the world was made. So this is a son, but this is not just a human, even it is a human, or was a guy born of a woman who walked on this earth, he was even there before the world was created. So what sort of son is he? What sort of of prophet is he? No one of the prophets you qualify, no Isaiah, Jeremiah, No, not the best of the prophets, you can qualify to be there and to whom all the world was made. So this uh, deep profound sentence, it brings about a lot of theology in itself. And it put us into the contradiction of the Jewish theology mentality of the day. They are waiting for the Messiah and they are still waiting for the Messiah. And the theology of the son Jesus Christ for us, the Christian, in order to comprehend that this particular man is not just a man, it's a man who walk on this planet, but is, it, 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 it belongs to another dimension, it comes from a dimension of the spirit, and he is the owner of everything. Now, what has to do with us? Oh, they have to do with us, or the, the, the writers is that they were reading that, he said, Well, he is the son. But I am a son. I've been adopted into the line of the sonship, and by grace or by faith, I am the son of God today. So I am receiving inheritance like the son too, and I am appointed to rule this world with a God who called me into this. So the 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 the, the actual theology is broader and is opening up to another level of understanding in which. A uh, Christianity fits very well, but also ex ex expose, expose, it, it emerge. It takes away the Hebrew theology or the Hebrew understanding. Right. Now these things are good. I hope, I hope you understand. You are with me, but it could be a little bit boring. I know because these have a theological points. Studies. You you okay, Ted? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you James, you fine?
2: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, kid.
0: Okay, let's go for verse 3, James. Okay. He's looking forward to you explaining those things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he is the radiance of his glory, of his glory, and the exact representation of his nature, and upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification of sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high.
0: Now, this particular verse speaks to us very profoundly. You need to take certain points of this verse that is the, is the central core of theological understanding of what is called Christology, who is the Christ, who is Christ Jesus, and that is called Christology. Uh, first is the word radiance of his glory, that's the one. Sultan of the image, too, you know. The uh, upholding by the word, number three, you know. Purification of sin, number four. Sat down at the right hand of the majesty, number five. There are five points here that were only credited to God himself. You cannot credit this to an angel, to a priest, or any prophet of the past. To have the radiance of the glory, it was the radiant that they knew and Mount Sinai when they came out of Egypt. And God was in the mountain and all the radiance of the glory of God was there. And that was, that was God himself in person. The image of his system, it means the same, the same nature, the same genes, the same sperma of God himself. Oh dear, just taking him another level. He got the upholding of the word of his power, meaning that by the word of his mouth, things function and are sustained in this world. Only God could do that. Only God. You cannot have anyone else. Only God is able or is credited with that power. Also that he has made himself purification of sin. Only God is able to purify sin. Only God is able to forgive sin. Only God is able to remit or to, to take away any sinful attitude in human. So that is the four point and the four point that he sits at the right hand of the majesty. So he is sitting in the high levels compared to God. Consequently, this son, but please put attention that in the first four or five verses, he never talks about Jesus, he talks about the Son. This particular son, it is God in the flesh. It is pure God and pure man. Who walk in this earth, and that was the more difficult understanding of theological comprehension for the Jew. For the Hebrew people to understand that God came into this world in a weak flesh of human being, it was very difficult. Because for them, God was God, was holy, was superpower, and God would have never come down to this level of rotten and decay and sinful nature. He, for then, God was whole few, and then the Messiah was coming, but was coming with a kingdom to establish and to remove the Romans and to remove anyone else and to establish Israel at the center of the whole world, being the nation who rules the whole world. Those ideas are encountered in this particular verse. This verse 3 is perhaps one of the most deep and profound verses of the whole Bible, or the whole New Uh Testament. But even the whole Bible, you can go from this verse three, go back even to Genesis, because it covers a lot. It covers profound theology. I I, I know that people about those sentences have written five, six hundred pages of understanding or interpretation because it's so profound. And even it's profound, but he never talks about Jesus Christ. <laughs> he talks about the Son. Yeah. And what is the difference between Jesus Christ and the Son?
1: What is the difference? Yes. Neither. Neither. No, no, no all I'm saying is uh, the Sun no, is one. the Sun is the Christ. Mm, yes. I
0: mean but I, I I I'm going to be awkward and horrible to you. I want one for you for you to think what is okay. the difference between between the Son and Jesus.
1: Either. Think about it. Think about it. Okay. The Jews were, were, were made, waiting for the Messiah. Yes. And now he's pointing out that the Messiah is in fact the Son of God. Yes. Uh, What is the difference between one and the other? Uh, One is the relationship between the Father and the Son, and the other is who he is for the people.
0: Yes, exactly, very good.
1: Very good man, you're getting there, you're getting
0: there. (laughs) <laughs> it's only only when you push into this understanding that you, you start to get the idea. And let mm. me explain it to you. It, it, it is what actually they said, but I'm going to put it in my work. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: The, the difference between the Son and the Christ, or Jesus Christ, is that Jesus Christ was born 2,000 years ago. He didn't exist before. He was a human being, born of, born of a woman. And he was a human expression that walks, lives and this planet Earth, and is a historical figure. It was born 2000 years ago. But the sun, the difference, the sun wasn't ever born. The sun was even before the creation of the world. That's why John, the Gospel of John, says, In the beginning was the world, and the world was with God, and the world was God. In the beginning. So the sun goes far beyond of the humanity of creation and go to the center to be with the Father. Now, the Son is eternal. It never changes. The Son didn't lose his position. He was the Son always. But the Son decided to come and become Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That was what the angel said to Mary. You will call him Jesus. Jesus didn't exist before he was born. That's right. He was just the Son. The one that existed was the Son. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> some I mean, did exist before Jesus Christ. Obviously, it is one and the other, but theologically, there there are remarkable points of view, because when you talk about Jesus Christ, you talk about the Messiah that came two thousand years ago, a man who came born of a woman like any other child, with blood and water, and have to grow, and he go to the toilet, have dinners, and he he wait thirty years to be an adult to do his bit. that was the son that was Jesus Christ the son comes even before the creation of the world and the son was with the father and the father was with the son and the father doesn't hide anything from the son and the son knows only the father and the father knows only the son and the son knows all that the father got, and the father relates everything to the son they are of the same system they are of the same image the son is eternal Jesus Christ was mortal. And what it was a mortal? Yes, he was a human
1: being. Mortal. One that's question. That why he died, because he was a yeah, mortal. That's right. Amen. Um, I've got one question. You know, people talk about Christophanies. You know, Christophanies in the Old Testament. Yes. You know what Christophanies are, yeah? Yes. Then they can't be Christophanies because Christ was only in the New Testament. Yes. <laughs> so they're, whatever yes. they are, they In
0: conclusion, they are called theophanies or uh, apparition of God Himself in human flesh. But they were just apparitions. Okay. Theophanies. That's-, that's it. Uh, 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 and, uh, and the one who uses that terminology is in order to understand it, but it wasn't right. But, uh, uh-huh. He said that the man with a sword. Presented to Joshua, and then Joshua said to him, "What are you? Are you with us or against us?" And he says, "I am not with you, and again, I am with your way." So he is—he is Jesus Christ. He is the Son, presenting himself to Joshua. But he is not the Christ of Christopher. He is not because he hasn't been born yet. Yes. The one that was born—it was from the time of Mary' pregnancy onwards. You have a human being or a mortal being whose name is Jesus Christ and he is the Messiah. But the Messiah comes from 2,000 years back to us. But the Messiah in a sense is also the Son that is the beginning. So there are differences in understanding what is called Christology what the life and the realities of Christ in this world or the life of Christ Christology is part of the One of the signs that we study in theology, and the other is the sonship of the divine who was before the creation of the world. Does that make sense, James? Yeah.
1: Uh
2: huh.
0: You okay? Yep. Am I am I confusing you a little bit more? No.
1: No. Yeah, this is good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Number four, Ted. Number four. Number four, having become as much. Uh, superior to angels, as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What, what do you want to tell us? <clears throat> you up- are reading that thing, you are a Hebrew, you are a Jew, you go 2000 years of running with the scriptures and all the experience of Israel. And you read that he had become much better than angels, and he had inherited more excellent name than they.
1: Well, it, it, it's saying that this—I yeah, mean, it's putting the sun in the right position as sun, because as far as I knew, the only people that anyone higher than an angel must bring God. Yes. So it's saying the sun is God. Yes. <laughs> That's
0: good. That's good. This the do drive. Anyone who is higher than angels is God. There is nothing else between God and the angel. Yeah. That's one point. What would be something more we can say about that? Um,
2: maybe um, people mistook uh, Jesus for an angel.
0: Indeed, very much. That's it, exactly. There were a uh, teaching in those days, the Gnostic people were saying that Jesus, the Son of Man, was a a reflection of an angel. And that theology came almost 2000 years later with the Mormons, that the Mormons believed that Jesus was an angel. It, It has been hanging around in the world always. So, but also there is an experience that Israel had. Israel as a nation had many experiences with different angels, with Gabriel, you know, Daniel, with Michael, with other angels who came down and were and fall down into sin to, to to be with women. And there is different experience throughout all the history of Israel where angels participate. And there were certain theological points, it's called angelology that the Jews loved. Because they knew that God is Jehovah and He's too far away. He is holy. He's not going to relate to us. He, they always knew that Jehovah always sent angels to make a sort of kind of uh, incision or, or, or talking to humans or, or being commanded by God. So there were a degree of, of relationship to angelically that's supposed to be great things. So if an angel visited uh, the priest, it was maximum. For example, there were a priest at the time of Jesus that the angel put him and made him dumb. And he was not able to speak. Uh, because he he didn't believe that his son was going to be John the Baptist. So we have here Zechariah that was that was mute for about six months, unable to speak. But an angel visited him. Also, Jacob is very well known. The story that Jacob fight with an angel. So all those stories create in Israel history that the angels were mighty and powerful. And anyone who had an angel visitation would have something really great and unique that everyone has to respect it and love it, and they have testimony that God was with them. Okay, they God sent them one angel or the angel to talk to them, and
1: that was brilliant.
0: But the happen here is that the writer is destroying also sort the of kind of mentality of the Jews and all the idea they have about angels, and he said that he. This, the sun has become much better or much bigger than the angel, any angel that appear. And he has an inheritance, a more excellent name than whatever angel they have. At that moment, he he destroyed any theology, any any idea, any supposition that it's a great thing to have an angel come and visit me. Yeah. And the right to say, no, 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 no. There's no any angel that is bigger, or is good, or is bigger than him, the son. Now, when he talked about the Son, up, up to this moment, uh, for the first 6-7 seven, seven verses, he never talked about Jesus Christ. He talked about the Son. And why he talk about the Son? He's talking about the one who is pre-creation, before the, the foundation of the world, unity with the Father and totality, and the essence of God and manifestation. So he's talking of somebody who is God. God himself, before the creation, is the Son. And the Son... He got a better name than any angel. What does it mean?
1: Better name. Well, I was going to ask that. I mean, it w- was the name Jesus quite common in those days?
0: No, it wasn't. It's common for us today, but in those days, it wasn't. I mean,
1: what does Jesus mean?
0: Uh, sal- name? Uh, savior. savior.
1: Savior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what,
0: what does it mean he got a better name than the angel?
1: Uh, other than the actual written word, I don't know
0: yeah, well the, the name is given to represent you when a name is given to a person under the name of Caesar everyone in the Roman Empire has to bow to Caesar. It, you make a, a natural understanding when he said he got a better name than the angel, he's saying that the angels bow down before this name that is higher than the angel themselves, and that was something for the Jew also difficult to understand and to accept. It right that the experience, deep, profound experience that were in the Old Testament, that were almost revered, were almost almost uh, contragrated. For example, for the Jew, that the father Jacob. Has fought with the angel, it could not couldn't, have, couldn't have be something bigger than that. You know, that the angel guided Moses in the desert could not be better than that. You know, that the angel appeared to Joshua couldn't be better. How is it? How is it going to tell me that this guy, this man who was here, this this Nazareth guy, the son of Carpenter, he got a better name than the angel. He's destroying the whole theology from the yeah. old testament. And what he's he's putting forward is that his name the angel need to bow down to him and that when the Lord Jesus said to said to the messengers of John the Baptist, tell him, I am I am <laughs> uh, yeah, I am I am and that is saying exactly the father said in the book of uh, of, of Exodus when Moses was going to Pharaoh to take the people out of Egypt and Moses asked, What, what shall I say? Who, who sent me? Tell him, I am, send you, and I am who I am, and that is enough for you.
1: You understand? And the blind see and the, the, the deaf hear. Yes. So he knew.
0: Yes. So there is always a relationship in the Old Testament and the New, and to understand how the son being exalted by God or being taken a preeminence in everything yeah. that he did and said, or is, or was. Now, interestingly, it, it is unique. It had to be Paul. It couldn't be anyone else who wrote this letter. That he introduces him so well as the Son of God. He never talks about Jesus Christ. Nice. But he doesn't talk about the Messiah so far. He talks about the Son. He is the Son. Obviously, they understood that we're talking about this particular guy who was walking there in, in Nazareth, in Galilee, and what do the miracles? But it's the Son, and the Son is eternal. Amen? Amen. Amen. James, go for the next verse.
2: Okay, for to which of the angels did He ever say, "Thou art my Son, today I have begotten thee"? And again, I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me.
0: Mm-hmm. How do you think that that particular question is to be answered? So with the angel, did
1: he say any time, you are my son. Yeah, well he's relating to a, obviously are these scriptures in the Old Testament? Yes. So, he's using these scriptures to show the Hebrews (coughs) Mm -hmm. that that that's who he was speaking of. Yes. He was underlining it. Indeed. Indeed. How, how is this? Explain a little bit more, please. Well, he was saying that you know, God said He has a son, mm-hmm. He says, You are my son, and I've begotten you, and, and I will be a father to Him, and uh, He shall be to me a son. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so He was saying, You know, He's obviously above the angels because God acquainted him as a son in the word.
0: Yes.
2: Yes. What do you think, James? It was also in the Gospels that um, when the Holy Spirit came down, when uh, John the Baptist baptised Jesus,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and? he said, this is my own beloved son, with whom I am well
0: pleased. Amen. Amen. That's it. Now, did ever God say to anyone or to any angel, you are my son in the Old Testament?
1: No. No. no.
0: Did God ever spoke in the Old Testament about the son? And you find reference, but you don't find God saying I got a son. Mm.
1: Oh, So the, these, these scriptures here <clears throat> are not from the Old Testament?
0: They are they are from the son. they said you oh, are you my go. son today i have begotten you it is in verse 5 it's saying there in verse 5
1: so now, there's god in the Old Testament saying he's got a son yes
0: but yet yet, yet and no yet it is but this is where israel always believed that they were the son of god the son for god was israel is my son I have begotten you, and they were so proud to be the people of God, to be the nation of God. Hmm. Now, he's making a comparison here that in this respect, angels did not have any position of authority or family line respect to God. Angels have different nature. Even they have the image of God, like us. We got the image and the likeness of God, but we have very different nature to God. God himself is God. And God is omniscience, and he got certain attributes that no human being could have. <coughs> Let yeah. Let Yes, right? Yeah. And we said, you are my son. Today I have, have become your father. I have gotten you, you know. I will be to him a father, and he will be to me. does. If the writer wrote this, what do you think he wants to communicate to the reader?
1: What? Paul writing this? Yes. Well,
2: that... Well, it's proving that he's above the angels.
0: Yes. No doubt he's proven that. Now, in order to understand that, you need to go to John. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12. If one of you could could read it for me, please. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12. Um,
2: But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Many who what? as believe many as was received him or believe yes. in his name is it
0: yes so he's saying he's saying that this particular personage, this particular individual is the son of God he got a name higher than the angel yeah. God never called any angel son no he called this one, obviously Jesus the Messiah, he called him son and he called the father, called him you are my son and I'm your father but what, what relation has to do with us then? But what is relevant to us, according to John's one twelve?
2: It means that we can be higher than the angels as well.
0: Hallelujah! You got it, man! You got it alive. Yeah, he yeah. is communicating. Obviously, he is the Son. He is the Messiah. He is he, no doubt. We are no doubting that. But for you to understand that he said to the Hebrew, listen: now we are becoming son too. And we are adopted son into the line. Consequently, we go much higher and better position than any angel, any principality. We are in the same level with the son. We are inherit, receiving an inheritance with the son. He is our older brother, and we are the younger brother. Yeah. He is the major brother. We are the minor one. But we are at the same position of the sonship of God. And that is powerful. And that is, theologically, it's undebatable. It's unique. <laughs> this is the make anyone bananas, where you believe that this particular man who paid the price for sin, who did everything that only God could do, came and have an inheritance, and elevate you, anyone who believes, to the position of sonship. At that moment, you go better position, a better name than any angel that are created in heaven. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that when we destroy all sort of kind of theology or angelic angeloid, theology, or these people who talk about angels a lot, like having the having a sort of kind of experience, and the angel brought me, and the angel said, and I commanded and fighting with the angels, it sounds sound brilliant, but at the end of the day it hasn't got foundation because the Bible says these angels are lower than men, and are lower than anyone, and we at the sun are being taken in her to being put into the into the line of the sunship, and they are receiving a position that is above all things. And that is a unique position. Oh, we got a better position and we got a better even name than the angel. Yes. Yeah. So
1: does
0: that make sense? Yeah. hmm So he said that uh, now. Uh, for us, the great privilege of the Jew who were there, they could have never believed that they were going to deal with God in the basis of Father. Because the Father is not only the Father of the Son, the Father is also the Father of myself and yourself. And the Son is not only the Son, the Son is also one of the Son, because God, God now millions of sons who are believers in him. And to all the history, and what do you think God is taking so concern about man? Hmm. What do you think? What? what? Sorry. What do you think God is so concerned about man? God. Yes. Why? Why? Why do you think God would do such a thing? What is? What is? Why? Why he so concerned about man?
2: Well, he gave us free will. Sorry, in free will. will.
0: But what about that?
2: In that free will, we chose to sin. And go away from God.
1: Mm. You go well, to... Start. Sorry? Well, you, he created us. Yes. And he loves his creation. Yes. That's what it's all about. Oh, that's true, yes. That's he what wants about that in
0: relationship. Yes, in relationship from him to us, that is true. Uh, what about from us to him?
1: Yes, he, he wants that to be uh, from your own volition. Indeed. Now,
0: l- let me give you an answer. You, you go to Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Mm-hmm. Verse
1: 4, onwards. Psalm 8, verse 4, please. Psalm 8, verse 4. Okay, here we go. What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? You have made him little lower than the heavenly beings, and crowned him with glory and honour.
0: What does he say? Verse
1: five. It just says, "Yet you have made him a little lower than heavenly beings, and crowned him with glory and honor." Well,
0: well how, how is your version, James? What does he say? Um,
2: what is what verse five?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. thou hast made him a little lower than God, and uh-huh. dost crown him with glory and majesty.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that's so different.
0: Oh, mine is the is new idea. He said that you have made him little less than God and crown him with glory and honor. Man. And you have made him Lord over the works for your hands and you have put everything under his feet. See, you see, it is it's a mighty powerful sentence here yeah? and a very lovely Verse 4, it says, What is man that you remember him and the son of man that you look after him? So you made him little lower than God.
1: (laughs) I've seen another one that says you made him little lower than the angels.
0: Yes, there there are there are certain versions that said angels, and the others said God. You know, the actual word, I think, is Elohim. You are making him lower than that. Elohim.
1: Yeah, Elohim.
0: But the thing is that uh, man, God is so concerned about man
1: because man... We've been made in his image. Made in his image.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, And we've been made to inherit and be sons.
0: No. Yeah. You got a son, Cameron. Yeah. Will you allow your son to die and to finish his life because he's a wicked, bad criminal, killer. You know, whatever. That's the only no. son you got. That's the only one. Your seed will not go forward. He dies. No. no. So you have to make the best to save your son because if you save your son, you are saving your future, yourself. Absolutely. The seed will go forward. And Indeed. the name will be remembered because your son,
1: yeah,
0: and God decided that we even created lower than God. If you make a comparison, let's say even lower than angel, yeah, but he, he crowned us with glory and honor more than any other creature in the world. Absolutely. We don't need any angel, need any particular guy, need any. Anyone, no one in the whole world, you got what all of them desire. All the angels together desire to be like you and me. All the demons in this world are envious of you. All the gods of this world would like to be like human because we are, we are in God's presence and God's mentality. We are the nearest to Him. And he loves us. And he invested himself in us, and not any no, and no other creature. Cool. You, you understand me?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And that is that is really wonderful and profound to find that God put us in a position that is unique. And the Bible said, "Who is man that you remember him?" What is it about this guy? God. Didn't give up in us. And he knows yeah. he you know. And when somebody comes to you and tell you that you need to have a, an angel that care about you, or you need uh, something extra, you, you don't need. You need nothing. You and me got the full package. What is the full package? The full package is in the name of Jesus, in the Word of God, yeah. and in the adoption. I am a son, and I'm a, I got an inheritance. Like the Lord Jesus Christ, I am adopted and taken. Jesus came from that dimension to be here, to identify with me, so to take me to his dimension. And I'm going to be there. And the angels will be envious. Of they are angels, they are going to be more envious. The cherubim, they will not have the ability or the grace that you and me. No one being in the whole universe. Only Jesus. We'll yeah there. we'll be our big brother and we are going to be
1: indeed we were created to be eternal beings weren't we yes right in the beginning Yes. eternal So
0: immortality is given to
1: the son yeah
0: you see to the child and that's why it's so important that people get saved so that they will be immortal yeah now that's another point, but but, it's, but it's, it is wonderful, this Psalm um, 8 and those verses there. What is man that you you take care of him, and you make him a little, little, little than and God himself. You crown him with glory. Always remember that in your life. Always keep yourself higher. You go the best position God could ever give to anyone in the universe. The best position, the best portion was given to us, of the children of God, of the son of God, of the seed of God. Amen.
2: Yeah. Amen.
1: No, oh, good. That's it. Oh, no. you okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good. Oh,
0: good. good. Okay, we finish here. Let's have the other verse, the next one, and we finish there. It says. Verse 6.
2: Verse 6. And when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, and let all the angels of God worship him.
0: Uh You see, now he's talking about the firstborn, the firstborn of the new creation, obviously. There were many born before that, but not of that creation. The right creation is the firstborn of many. He brought it into the world. Oh, well he himself became into the world, and he said to all the angels of God, who Worship him! The angel had to bow down before the Lord, Yeah, be. And the angels uh, are there
1: for that purpose to worship. And
0: what has to do with us? It had to do with us that we worship God too, but we are no angels yeah, it's very different. Mm-hmm. The position between love and acceptance, as a sonship, and acceptance as an angelic being it's very different. Never forget that you are a son, you promote know more than anyone else, mm-hmm.
1: and this portion of life you we know, here Amen. Amen. I amen. got a question, yeah, please. Now- we were created now. He's got angels. Are they made in the image of God?
0: Yes. They are, aren't they? Yes, they are. They are made in the, the image of God. They go the certain degree. They go the same ability to humans. To have soul will. To have decision-making process. They have similar qualities to us. But there were no given the whole full package that was given to humanity. Angels cannot procreate. Angels don't got authority; they are servants only. Angels don't have any dominion and any realm. They're just there, and that was God created, and with great, great glory and honor, but not with these qualities given to humanity. That where the envy started. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So the men, even being lower and being smaller, and being weaker, and being made of dust, were receiving much better and major glory than yeah. Yeah. And that's almost perfect. I yeah. didn't like it. What I'm going what I'm going to serve these humans being this couple, Adam and Eve, if they belong to a lower race than me. <laughs> I am more perfect. I got everything. And yeah. Angel. Lucifer didn't like it. And he said, no, 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 I'm not going to serve them.
1: They are going to serve me. And he made it. Well, out of the the hundreds and thousands of uh, angels, you know, just one fall. (laughs) I wonder how many more felt the same as him. He said that he went around doing doing trading. (laughs)
0: Trading, or, you know, trade. He was commercializing his ideas and promoting himself. Oh. And he picked up quite a few of them. A yeah. third of the yeah. angels. Yeah, he picked up quite a few of them. Yeah. 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 And, okay. And God, God knew, and God allowed him to do it. To do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of God. He knows everything, but he doesn't stop you if you really want to do the, the thing.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you know me.
0: Because <laughs> uh-huh. so God is fake. Those who are around him and worship him and love him want to be there because of their own will, because he's very precious, because he's very good, because he's goodness, because he's love, because of the wonders, because he's God. Yeah. But, uh, but if nobody want, if somebody wants to do his own way, feel free. <laughs> Excellent. My dear friend, uh, we are going to stop here. We will be back at 845. 50 minutes before nine, to have a time with Elizabeth because tonight is the last night.